Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is O2 with Monza Moose. I'm Monza. Hi, Moose. And we are back for another edition of football. <laughs> this sport fucking stinks, John. It stinks. It's um, it's pretty brutal. It's it's pretty brutal. There's there's not much uh, there's not much great to say. No. I got nothing. All I'm gonna say was, I'm happy that I was eight beers deep. I mean, look, you kind of needed to be a little drunk to get through that game. I well, uh, really, both of our games actually. Listen, I would figure you're happy. You <laughs> fucking lost. That's what you wanted. Yeah. I said, I said, I said, you guys are gonna fucking win. Watch. You're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna turn it up. I would have loved to lost, but looked decent in the process. But you know, they can't even do that right. A loss is a loss. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Look, I get it, man. But like getting blown out thirty to nothing, we might as well just talk about that off the rip because I'm, I'm sick and tired yeah. of this shit. And the, whole, and the whole Zach Wilson thing, now I'm confused. Because during the game, he went to the locker room at halftime. They're like, oh, he's dehydrated. Then they're like, oh, no, he's got a, a head injury, but it's not a concussion. Then after the game, he's in concussion protocol. Then after that, his mom went on social media and said, yeah, he's got a concussion. He didn't tell anybody. And then he went back into the game, got hit again, and then he said he couldn't see straight. He, was, he had all blurry vision. What are we fucking doing here? How does he get on the field? I don't understand. No, it doesn't make any <laughs> sense. And how, do you have, how do you have a head injury that's, that's not a, a concussion? I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, I have no idea. Did he get punched in the throat or something? There's too much shit going on, and... You know, Roger's coming out today saying he wants to play a couple more years. Yeah, I fucking get it. But you know what? Maybe you should fire people in between then and now. Because yeah. I I can't do this shit anymore. It's it's so bad that, yeah, you beat the Texans, you scored 30 points. But remember, that team is fucking decimated in the shit-ass weather. And people, again, came to Zach Wilson's fucking aid. Oh, they're, they're misusing him. They're not doing any. They're not helping him at all, dude. Shut the fuck up already. He has not been able to string two good games together his whole career. Nope. What made you think that he was gonna do it this week? And not for nothing, they didn't do it. Like this team is so stubborn. For a team this bad, they are so stubborn. They refuse to change their way in any sense of the word. Bradley Chubb just had a fucking day on Mackay Becton. Mackay may have played himself out of another contract over the past couple games because he's getting fucking destroyed. He's getting, he's getting worked, son. And, worked. and it's not even, like, they're not doing anything to help him or fix it. If he's playing bad, fucking bench him, dude. You brought back Wayne Brown for some fucking reason. Play him. Yeah. It, it sounds like Becton's like a Rodgers boy. Oh, yeah. they're all but like all of them are buddy buddy. I get it, and people were making a big deal about him laughing after the game. Who the fuck cares, dude? Your season's over. You lost. You got the shit beat out of you. Who the fuck cares at this point? Go, go fucking laugh. Go hug it. Go hug other people. I don't like it. Just it's so stupid. It's just this coaching staff is so they're they're dumb. They don't know what they're doing because I see every other team make adjustments, make moves. Do anything possible for their team to win the game. The Jets don't do that. When plan A fails, that's it. The game's over. Yeah. 
Yeah, pretty much. That's 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 a wrap. I mean, I just don't. I think it's like we said last week. Unfortunately, you had four more games. They got three more games. Like, unfortunately, your season can't end quick enough. Just be, just be fucking done with it at this point. Like, it's the fact of the media, the whole Rogers story, the whole Zach Wilson thing, uh, the coaching staff being a joke, and nothing's gonna change next year. Nothing changes. Just you hope to God you get a fucking healthy Aaron Rodgers. And. The way that that fucking looks is, you know what, you know something bad's gonna happen somewhere. That's how yeah. it always is. But what you I'm gotta saying, get a backup quarterback, you gotta. What I'm saying is, look, if if Douglas and Salah are gonna stay, then you need to fire almost everybody on that offensive coaching staff. E- everybody, Calabrese, fucking Hackett needs to go. Like. Offensive line coach needs to go. Everybody needs to go. If you're going to bring back Solomon Douglas, then that whole offensive side, they need to go. Because you can't expect Rodgers to come back. Who's to say that if they even fix part of the line, the other part of the line is not going to suffer? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, no, it's true. Like, do something that's going to make some kind of difference. Because if you run it back with the same crew again, and what happens if the same shit happens next year? Like, then you just wasted two fucking years. Wilson, Brees, Sauce, Jermaine, they all want out. They're all going to want out. I think, I think you're getting close to losing uh, Garrett, honestly. He's sick and tired of it. He's sick and tired of it. Like, exactly. You can't blame him for it because, like, he's just getting his doors blown off every fucking, every week. Like, you're, you're telling me this kid. Utilized. It, it just doesn't. He wasn't targeted till the third quarter. Was targeted at all? How how is it that your best offensive player is not targeted? I I don't understand. Like he's a kid that you got to target ten times a week. At he's, least. At least he's got to you got to get him involved. He's got to get involved. But they just I don't know. They refuse to do anything of competence. They just they they refuse to do anything. And and that's the thing that really bothers me is that teams like the fucking Browns, the Bengals. Fucking Minnesota when it was their time. Like they Show all flax, bro. They all made changes, and two of them are still in the playoff hunt. Actually, all three of them are. I just, I, I don't get how four plays in, you just, you punt on the whole season. I, I don't get it. Flacco thing is surprising me. I mean, I, I said it on Twitter. I said that Joey Flax is going to lead this team to the playoffs. I, I don't know why. I said this was going to be my, my little hot take right now. They're going to, he's going to get into the playoffs, and he's honestly, he's not playing bad. He's not really surprising. Well, I, and I will say, I do think they actually have a pretty good O line, so he can stand up, and they've got some weapons. He just he delivers the ball. He's not he's not doing anything stupid. He's got the mindset. His body ain't obviously all there, but he's you know thirty eight years old at quarterback in the NFL. I mean, dude, what, you know what I mean? Like, what, what else can you fucking do? I mean, granted, he he threw three interceptions this week, but he also threw for yeah. almost four hundred yards. Yeah. It's so stupid. It doesn't make sense. He's got that gunslinger mentality. He's like, fuck, he, he's like, what do I have to lose in this? I just came off the couch. It's true. He has nothing to lose. I mean, again, they're sitting pretty. It's likely going to make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, they have, what, that they're two games up, right? They're. Uh, I believe so. They're 9-5. Nine 9-5, and five. Nine and five, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, nine they're, five. They're, they're two games up. So, I mean. You can't tell me, you can't tell me the team's not believing in them a bit. It's also easy. Don't get me wrong. It's easy when you're winning. Winning absolutely 
puts band-aids on app on anything that's a problem it just puts a band-aid right over it just immediately absolutely and people don't complain yeah i I mean it's crazy what what them and cincinnati are doing i mean like you're down your starting quarterback you're just banged up all over the place and they're still winning games yeah and it's just it's disheartening that my favorite team doesn't do that and it's 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 maddening it's frustrating it's just it's demoralizing having to watch this team every week to watch them not give a fuck. And it's like a slow death. It is. It's just like, it's death by paper cuts. It's just, okay, here you go. Here you go. It's just one hit after another. It's just like, can we just get through? Can, can we just forfeit these games at this point, please? Yeah. <laughs> can we please end at, what is it? What would it be, like 5 and 13 or something like that? Dude, I don't know. 5 and 12? Like, please just fucking, please. End my misery. End it. I'm done. Done. Because there's so many questions going into this offseason. There really is. There's so many questions. Um, And it's going to begin with the coaching staff. It's going to begin with Aaron Rodgers coming back healthy, another year older. What's this offense going to finally look like? Yeah. And you have all offseason for someone like Hall or Wilson. Like, do they talk? Do they not talk? Do they chirp a little bit in the offseason? I think – Rogers, like you said before, Rogers puts a bandaid on a lot of shit, and that's that's what they did this year, and they got exposed yeah. for it. Now I'm hoping and praying that they they learn from their mistake. If this is the one time that they do this, fine. If something happens next year, they better be fucking prepared because if they're not, then heads are gonna roll, as they should. I think heads should roll yeah. now. Yeah, I mean everybody's sticking up for Nate Hackett. Um. You know, again, at times his scheme doesn't look terrible. You know, maybe his his quarterback is that inept, which then I fall back on Douglas. But again, if you're such a good coordinator, then how can you not get the kid to excel just enough to be competent? You, we're not talking that you're going to change Zach Wilson from this to an elite quarterback. You know, we just you just need competence. You just need an average quarterback. You just need what at least Gardner Minshew can be doing. That's what you need. If we had Gardner Minshew, we'd be in the fucking playoffs. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like and half of these not. guys, like with any other quarterback, they would probably be in the playoff picture. Yeah. But nope. It's a shame. It really is. Yeah. Whatever. And Miami, it was a good win for Miami. They need to get back to it. Again, I, they, they just don't do anything that like their offense is scary at times, but their defense I think is just is suspect at times. And I think that's going to evidently be their downfall. I mean they get so could they? I mean they got you they got the Cowboys this week. So we'll see what happens there. I think this game is going to be telling for actually for both of those teams. Yeah. Well, see how they well how one responds back from getting punched in the mouth and the other one can they keep their their ball rolling. All right, let's move on to another disappointing team in the Chargers where <laughs> I mean goddamn they they got the absolute shit kicked out of them by by the Raiders. They got work, son. They got work. Was it forty-two nothing at half? Yeah, it was absurd. Should have been fired at halftime. He should have been. I think Sherman was the one that said it. He's like, not for nothing. This needed to happen for the Chargers. Had to. I mean, Staley's gone. Telesco's gone. They they're just like, screw it. Let's just start preparing for next year. And look, not for nothing. There's <sighs> yeah. a there's a couple of decent options out there for them if they want to go that route. 
Is Belichick going to be around for them? That's a name. Yeah, he will be. He will be. I... Is Belichick going to want to go there? Is the offensive coordinator for the Lions going to want to be there? Is Harbaugh on the table? What about Tomlin? I mean, that's another name that I just keep hearing that they're not fucking happy with over in Pittsburgh, which is absurd to me. Well, you know what it is? It's it's the fact that he he as well, I don't believe, has won a playoff game since like 2017. Or 2016, something like that. Um, they they don't they don't lose. They don't have losing records, but they don't do anything in the playoffs. Right. And I and I think that's I think that's the the, the case for the Steelers is this is starting to go downward this spiral and nobody's helping Kenny Pickett. Um, whether the kid's good or not, Najee Harris I don't think is that good. You got Pickens chirping too much on the sideline, not playing hard on the play. Deontay Johnson did that earlier this season. Like, things are starting to fall where you got to start looking at Tomlin saying, hey, uh, what's going on with your locker room, dude? How come you, How come it's falling apart? And let's be honest, if you're, if you're a Steelers fan, that bar is high. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that bar is high. So after a while, you know, you may just – they may want to – because I think he's got one more year after this, and they usually always have given him an extension. And the fact that there hasn't been discussions, an extension hasn't happened, even if it was a two-year extension or a one-year extension, at least you know he's got a little bit of safety. The fact that he's got one year left, uh, you know, that, but if I was them, I think I'd play it smart and say, yeah, you're going to play on that last year. We're going to see. Because, honestly, if, if let's say they finish with a losing record this season for the first time, and next season he put, they come out and they don't look good. Why shouldn't he be fired? Right. I mean, look, Pickett hasn't helped himself this year by poor play, Matt Canada, and just not being on the field because he's hurt again. Yeah. Um, I thought Pickett was going to take a step up this year, which he hasn't. We, we, we all did. We yeah. All did. And he hasn't done that. I don't think he will. Look, I like Pickens. I think he's a good wide receiver. The laziness on the field is very concerning. Deontay Johnson running his mouth in the locker room. Minka Fitzpatrick is just, he's another one that's a dog on defense, but he's just not, he's not on the field. It's its tough for a coach to overcome that, but you usually put your faith in guys like a Tomlin or a Harbaugh to figure it out. I just don't know how quickly they're going to be able to do it if they don't extend him, which not extending him is the clear indication that maybe it is time to move on. And look, if it's time to move on, and Tomlin wants to coach somewhere else, he'll be on the market for, what, two days, maybe? No, 100%. 100%. I mean, you you know it. Like, I I mean, I've even heard Evan Roberts, who has said, if Tomlin is available, I'm sorry, Sal, you're a nice guy, but see ya. Because this guy don't, this guy don't lose. If, if Tomlin was made available, and the Jets were not on the phone trying to get him, then I'd be beyond infuriated. He's a smart guy, and and players play for him, but he also brings a winning culture to your team, one that you desperately need, and he's proven to win in the NFL. And I believe Rodgers even says he likes Tomlin a lot. So, I mean, look, if they want to go that way, I'm look, you don't got an argument for me. <laughs> if if I, I, <laughs> if I can up, upgrade at any point, I'm willing to fucking do it. I don't care. Yeah, why not? I don't care if it's at the expense of fucking Aaron Rodgers' feelings. I don't fucking care. Like, He's not the one running this team. Well, he shouldn't be running this team, I should say. 
Now look at look at if he's if he's been running it this year. Look at what happened. So I mean, it's not been great. Look, if Tomlin is made available, I think at least half the league should be on the phone. I think a lot. I think a lot of people will be on the phone. Um, you know, another name for the Chargers is Dan Quinn. Yeah, I mean, look, Let's he be honest. he was with Kel Moore, right? So yeah, which is at first the alarming thing to me was. The intern head coach wasn't Kellen Moore, which I thought for sure it was going to be Kellen Moore. But from what I was, from what I read, was that Kellen Moore declined to be the intern head coach to mm. not damage his chances at a head coaching position next year. Because I know Carolina's looking at him heavily. Um, he's okay. apparently on a radar for one or two teams, which, in my opinion, I don't really know why, because. He arguably got to work with a better quarterback than Dak Prescott. Right. And it's not like the offense didn't have weapons. And their offense at times just looked stagnant, just couldn't get shit going. The Chargers, they are not a good team. And they are in such cap hell that I think their whole salary cap is based, is wrapped up in like six players. Yeah, I, I, I did see it. And I don't think they're going to be good next year because I think they have to make some some tough choices. I think you could see a, a Bosa getting cut or traded somewhere. I don't know what his dead cap is, but I think he's one of them that's a cut candidate. I mean, Khalil Mack is still going. I think you keep Keenan Allen. But, I mean, Mike Williams is another one that you just gave a big contract to that Never he's, not, he's not on the field. So it's just like, no. what do you do? Even, like, I don't know what his contract is, uh, Austin Eckler. He's another he's one. He'll be gone, too. It's been a bust all year. Been a bust all year. I Quentin mean, Johnson, what I mean, a terrible fucking... Oh, Quentin contract. Johnson is... They gotta pray to God that he has and a he good sophomore around. year because it has not been good for him. No, it, it really hasn't. I just think that they're gonna try to move on from people and... They have to. That's like, the thing. They have to move on from people. Someone like Keenan Allen, I mean... He's kind of always banged up too. Yeah, he's but just, he's just consistent. Right. He he reminds me a lot of like a Mike Evans where he's gonna play banged up and he's still gonna get you like twelve hundred fucking yards plus easily. And I yeah. just I don't think that's a guy that you should get rid of just because of how much no, of a I staple agree. he is to that offense. I agree. I, the only the only reason why I would and I'll, I I'd always entertain it is he's he's aging. Right. And if you're willing to give me something good for him at a trade deadline, listen, I got to rebuild somehow. Yeah, because he is, I think, 32, 33. So yeah, he's up he there, up. but he's still like, like I said, he's still putting up numbers. It's not like he's washed or anything, but I mean, that's that's yeah. something that the new GM and head coach are gonna have to figure out because I, does that really make you a prime destination to go to? I mean, granted, you have the quarterback set. What else is there? That defense is bad. The offense is not that good. It's like... Yeah. I mean, I get you're in California, and you have Justin Herbert, but that's about it. And you're in cap hell. So, Big cap hell. Big cap hell. So it's a matter of, can this GM come in and, and fix this team? And if they do, how fast or how long is it going to take for them to do that? Because that seems like, to me, that seems like a maybe a two to three year project. Yes, you see it. I see it. I would go heavy at Harborough. I'm being honest. I'd go heavy at Harborough. I really would. If you can pry him away from Michigan. Which is tough. 
Understandable. Yeah, and and look, I think it would be easier if Michigan was a bad football team, but they're just not. Yeah, but they've, they've been so dominant for the last three or four years. Like, so, they finally have gotten to Upper echelon. Yeah. So, I mean, so, it's hard. It's tough because when you're a college – well, you're a college coach, and you're kind of looked at as that that upper echelon and that that god like status kind of like the. I mean, Nick Saban's a little different, but you know what I mean, right? When you're there and you're that guy, it's hard to leave. Yeah, you're the guy. You go in the NFL, you can kind of be the guy, but Michigan, <laughs> that's that's another level. And you're getting the big bucks there too. You'll. I don't think you'll see that kind of. I don't think you'll see that. No, I really don't. But, I mean, for the Chargers, they need to figure it out. And I don't know who's going to do it, but it's going to be a little bit of hell for them in a couple, for a couple years, I think. Yes, sir. Um, all right, let's go to last night's game. Seattle beating the Eagles 20-17. to I can't believe this. Um, I can't believe it. I just went, I went to bed. If you assume, you make an ass out of yourself. I made an ass out of myself. I literally went to bed, and I just assumed the Eagles were going to stop them. Drew Locke's there. Uh, Geno Smith's not playing. I said, ah, great. What a fucking awesome thing. They're going to beat the shit out of this team and get right back on track. Good for them, those fucking losers. Um, This game didn't surprise me. How it ended surprised me. But like we've been talking about with this Eagles team, they let these teams hang around all goddamn year. And look, this is a classic example of, look, if you let these teams just hang around, you're going to get beat eventually. And if you do this shit in the playoffs, you're toast. You're in trouble. So, look, I mean... Philly's defense, let me rephrase this. Philly's defensive front is good. Their secondary is putrid. And they were missing, uh, what's his face? I, th- I don't, I don't think, out? yeah, I don't think Slay was playing. Yeah. Bradbury got cooked on the last drive twice. Uh, dude, he stinks. I don't know, dude. Oh, my God, because CD was fucking toasting him. Bro, Bradbury is, is ass. Fucking washed, son. <laughs> And I just, I think that's going to be Philly's downfalls. They're letting these teams hang around. Teams that they should be beating pretty badly because of how inconsistent Seattle's been. They just, they refuse to put the nail in the coffin. I mean, this is three in a row, Nick. This is, this is, they were nine and one and now they are 10 and four. And I mean, look, I don't want to take anything away from them because their losses came to San Francisco, Dallas and Seattle, which here nor there, but Seattle, uh, San Fran and Dallas are understandable, but they they got their asses blown out in both of those games, though. Yes, no, they did, and they and they let the Seahawks hang with them with a quarterback named Drew Locke, who everybody would laugh locker room most of the time. I just, you know, the only thing Drew Locke is famous for is that one video of him rapping on the sideline. Like that's what he's known for right now. Uh, it's it's fun, it's emotional, it's an exciting way to win, and, and good for them, and good for the Seahawks. You know, they improved their chances of making the postseason. They decreased the Giants' chances, if you're a Giants fan. Yeah. Boy, that, that came to a derail quick. But for the Eagles, it, all I'm going to say is it's three in a row. Right. And this game, all you had to do is win this game 20-17, to 17, and you're, you've got the division. Let's be real. You've <laughs> you got the division. You're, granted, you got the Giants twice still. I'll be honest. I don't see you losing. But I don't see you beating the shit out of them next week. I just don't see it. No, because if you look at it, they've played 14 games. I believe it's 9 or 10 of them are all one-possession games. Yeah. And it's like, 
especially against teams like, I mean, Washington's a, a divisional opponent, I get, but like, I, I like Minnesota, you should beat the shit out of. New England, you should beat the shit. Like a lot of these teams, you should be winning big on, and they just they don't. And I think for me, moving forward with them, I still think Jalen Hurts is banged up. I I think that knee is still a problem. In my in my heart of hearts, if I were if Philly were to go against San Francisco or Dallas again, which they probably will at some point, I think they get just blown out again. I just, I just it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to to say that they'd get blown out again by Dallas. The 49ers, I can see. I think the 49ers are the boogeyman of the NFL, and I think they're the boogeyman of the NFC. And Christmas Day is going to be a hell of a fucking matchup with them in Baltimore. Oh. That's, a potential super, that's a potential Super Bowl um, matchup right there. But I just think that when you watch the 49ers with the Eagles, they don't even look like they're in the same building. The Eagles... And Dallas, let's let's be real. I mean, Dallas and the Eagles are division rivals. They're going to hate each other. The fact that they barely beat us the first time, we kicked the shit out of them the second time. The third time is just going to be a coin toss, I think. Uh, I don't know. Like, their secondary just because the top teams in the NFC, they just they have weapons across the board. And I just don't see how Philly's secondary can keep up with them. Especially a team like Dallas or a team like San Francisco. They they just have weapons all over the place. San Francisco more in my opinion than Dallas, but that's not yeah. a that's not a slight of Dallas because I think I think all of them are good. I just think if Philly has to see San Francisco again, I think it may be just a fucking murder. I really do. No, I yeah, I I, I, I could see it with San Francisco. I think that secondary gets toast. I really I think it gets toast. I don't think they stop McCaffrey. And I will say, I think if you stop McCaffrey, a lot of that offense slows down. Yeah. But, I mean, again, if they stop him, you have to stop Debo. You have to stop stop Ayuk. You have to stop Kittle. There's so many different pieces that can beat you on that San Francisco team. It's just like, I don't think Philly has the players or the talent to cover everybody. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I definitely don't think so. And I'll be honest, I think Brock Purdy's probably about to win MVP. It's unreal. I, I, think, I, I mean, you look good this game. I can't help it, you know. What can what can you say? I I don't know if I'd be mad at it at this point, you know. It, it is what it is. Got, kid's got talent around him and he uses it, Nick. <laughs> he's got talent. Around him and he uses it. That's all I can say. And he's got a very good head coach. We've come to the point where we just may need to accept it. I mean, look, I don't I think have. I don't think he's I don't think he's MVP. That's just me personally, but I can't discredit what he's doing. Whether Cam Newton says he's a game manager or not. First of all, can, yeah, can Cam Newton just yeah. kind of shut up? No, he can't. He's got to be in the spotlight. Listen, nobody's taking away his MVP year. Cam Newton had an MVP year. It was a, it was a, unlike any other year. But he never showed glimpses ever again of, of being that guy. Right. He just couldn't do it. I think he ran dumb. <laughs> his accuracy was, was a 59%. I mean, he sucked. Yeah. At, at being an accurate thrower, he had to build. Oh, he was, like, Yeah. For sure, but it, his career just never lasted. And look, not for nothing, his fashion sense is kind of shit. It's pretty ass. It's pretty <laughs> ass. Never seen such bad fashion. His his fashion perfectly replicates his fucking accuracy. Ass. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah, fucking it's a miss. terrible. It's only hands. Um, but yeah, San Francisco beat 
Arizona. Arizona. Look, Arizona put up a fight. They scored 29 on them. Now, granted, they scored, I think, about a quarter or, or 13 of their points in the last quarter where San Francisco was probably just prevent defense the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I just I can't overlook San Francisco's weapons and think who the fuck is going to stop every single one of these dudes. Nobody. They're too good. I really think they're too good. I think the only way that they get stopped is is injury, and I'm not wishing that on them. I'm just saying. No, not at all. I think I, I think it's just it's injury stops them. That's it. They're the boogeyman. They're the boogeyman of of, of the NFL right now. I don't think anybody can go toe for toe with them. I really don't. No, I don't think so either. Um, that whoever goes against them needs to just kind of send the house and pray to God that somebody gets through. You gotta pray. There's <laughs> a lot of praying involved. Hundred percent. Um, all right, let's move to your game because we're on a little bit of a time crunch. Um, Bills beat the Cowboys 31-10. to This game, I didn't even bother texting you through it because there wasn't much to say. It was Buffalo just, like we said last Buffalo week. Buffalo dominated. They did. Buffalo dominated in, in every facet of the game. But they're playing like they're playing for their lives. Yeah, they're, they're playing like they actually, they really got to win these games. And – Again, it's not like it's not to. I'm not trying to undersell it and go. Well, the Cowboys could have afforded to lose this. They actually could. When right. you compare the two teams, Dallas could afford it, and the fact that the Seahawks won last night even helped more. Right. Because I I saw some Eagle fans talking shit about how they beat the Buffalo and, and you know we didn't. We beat the Seahawks, and you didn't. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I guess you know mano e mano there. I just – this looked like a game where the Cowboys got, dare I say, punched in the fucking mouth, and they couldn't respond. Now they are, I believe, 0-4 on the road. 0-4. To me, that's not good. No. and I mean, not, they're not – no, I don't think they're 0-4 on the road. But you know what I mean? All four losses come on the road. So the fact that four losses have all four losses are coming on the road, dude, you better you better get this division. You have to get this division. Yeah, you have no choice. And thank God there's a shot because you're going against Detroit. You're going against Miami as your next two games. Yeah, I, I mean, there's it sucked to watch because there was no life. It was like all of a sudden, bang right in the mouth. Prescott didn't know how to answer. And honestly, this defense sucked. Yeah. This defense got ran on. We made – let me tell you something, Nick. You've been saying that the Buffalo Bills need to draft a running back. I disagree with you, son. <laughs> okay. James Cook over here. James Cook, what a field day. Bro. <laughs> what a field day this guy had. 179 <laughs> rushing yards. 179 Rushing yards, <laughs> 266 rushing yards as a team. That's one of the most demoralizing things that have happened to this fucking defense. This defense got punched in the fucking mouth. And it honestly, it looked like they went, you know what? It's bad weather. We really don't want to be here anymore. Let's just get the fuck out and go home. And that's not good. Which, honestly, it wasn't bad weather till late in the second half. It was, exactly. cl- it was clear and 44. In the first half. Yep. And then it was just, it wasn't, it was over. It was 21-3 at half. It was done. The game was over. And that's that's what scares me about this Dallas team is if they if they get the first punch, 
then they can kind of dictate the game. But if they get punched first, I don't know how much fight is going to be there, especially against a better team like San Francisco, a team that won't let up. It's unbelievable. Listen, as a as a Cowboys fan, yes, I'm concerned. Of course, I'm concerned. I'm concerned if they go on the road, even against Tampa Bay, they're not going to look good. I, I just I just don't know if this team's going to look good. I really don't. It's it's a shocker because if if somebody comes to our house, boy, I feel like we're going to beat the fucking piss out of them. Right. And thank God you got a shot at that. But you got to go beat Miami. You got to go beat Detroit. They're no slouches, those teams. They're good teams. And you got to finish off against Washington. And not for nothing. If you're going against Washington in that final week, and if if it's you win, you get the division, boy, you better not sleep. Don't sleep on them because they'll love to play for your ass. They'll love to play spoiler for your ass. You can't let that them sleep. You got to go out. You got to win. You have to go prove you can still maintain all this. You got to everything that you were doing up to this game. And I, I'll be honest with you, I didn't have a great gut feeling because it was in Buffalo. And Buffalo's desperate. That's what it really comes down to. Is Buffalo needed this win more than you guys did, but in the fashion that Buffalo just ran through you, it's a little concerning. But at the same time, it's just like, well, we won't really see them, honestly. And I don't know how much more of a desperate team you're going to get until the playoffs come. Miami could be a little desperate just because Buffalo's right there on their ass again. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit on their ass. I don't think they catch him. I mean, like I said, Buffalo has made themselves a hole that exactly. they try to dig themselves out of. And it, it it could potentially be just a touch too late. And they needed this win, though. Yeah, the, if they would have lost, they're probably not going to. Yeah. And, I mean, look, we can go into the last part. Um, Like, who do we trust, like, going into this wild card? Like, looking at the standings, man, it's a cl- it's still a clusterfuck, man. Yes. I'll, I'll say the second wild card to seventh is one game or a game and a half. Yes. But if I'm looking at this list, right, Cincinnati's in two and Indy has the last playoff spot, last wild card spot. I mean, Minshew's playing good enough to win games, and so is fucking Jake Browning. Who would have thought Shut that shit? Nobody. Nobody would have thought that. The fact that the Bengals, even if the Bengals get in, with the seventh seed, hypothetically, and let's say they hypothetically, I don't know, they get bounced. Just by making it, the fact the way their season has went, with Joe Burrow going down and all that, like, the fact that you guys are even able to still get to the playoffs is like, all right, that's good, but now Jamar Chase is going to miss a week. Yeah. What is, let me see what their schedule looks like real quick, because... How many more hits can you honestly take? It's like Baltimore. Like, how many hits can you take and still keep up and still maintain to make the playoffs? Honestly. I mean, I, I mean, think the Bengals. No, no, I, I thought the Bengals had the, the Texans next, or is that the Colts? They play. They play Pittsburgh, Kansas City, and Cleveland to end the season. I mean, I, I think, I think you could beat Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh is so yes. inept on offense, and I think they're starting to crumble. Kansas City, look. They don't do it. Kadarius uh, fucking Mahomes was getting pissed at Tony again. Of course, he's not going to throw him under the bus, but you could see it on the sidelines. Kansas City, to me, I won't bet against Mahomes, but I will bet against everybody else that's not named Patrick Mahomes on that team. I just, yeah. uh, they just scare me. And if Cincinnati is still hungry, 
they could maybe take that game. They I get steal it. I get that it's an arrowhead, but I mean, how is Patrick Mahomes gonna be? Is he gonna be in the right headspace? You know, it's like yeah, I think I think they're in for a very bad off season. Whether they win another Super Bowl, Kansas City or not, I think they're in for a bad off season because uh, I think there's a actual chance that Kelsey retires. I I think that's a real possibility. Just from the way he's talking about all of his injuries and shit, Dayton Taylor Swift, I get it, but it may be a possibility. And you need weapons. You you don't have he any. And Tony, let's be honest. Why the fuck would I keep him? First of all, he wouldn't have even gone back on the plane. He would have been cut so long ago. But easily, I think Kansas City is vulnerable. Their defense is good, but on offense, they just they're not doing it right now. And I don't know if they're gonna be able to figure it out. Because I think it's already no. figured out. That's the thing. I think it's figured out already. Yeah. No, I I believe it. it it's. Again, it's such a clusterfuck, but nobody – there's not really too many teams you believe in. Like, when you look at the division leaders like the Jaguars, the Chiefs, the Dolphins, we just talked about the Chiefs. The Jaguars are so up and down. I mean, one week they look pretty damn good, and the other week they can't get out of their own way. The Dolphins, they don't really beat good teams. And Baltimore, to me, is the scariest team in the AFC because they still got the most consistent offense, most consistent defense – Head coach, head coach that's been there before wants to get back. Personally, I think, in my opinion, the two scariest teams, one is in the playoffs and one isn't. Yeah. And that's Baltimore and Buffalo. I can't put stock in Kansas City, and I can't put stock in Miami. Jacksonville, they just they look lost sometimes. I know Lawrence is in concussion protocol now. Yeah. There's just too many question marks. And then Cleveland... Is Joe Flacco going to be able to win you a playoff game? Cincy, like Gardner Minshew, Houston I think is going to fizzle just because they don't have Stroud, and I th- just think they're too decimated right now. Um, yeah, I, th- I feel like they, they, they've had a good year. They may even end still 9-8, and eight, and that's a good year for them. You take that. This is still a good year. This is still a good year. This was a team that was supposed to pick top two yeah. in the draft. And they're and fighting for the playoffs. The AFC I just don't trust – a lot of teams. And Baltimore took another hit this week. So Buffalo and, and Baltimore are my picks to just And that's if and that's if Buffalo That's if in. Buffalo gets in. Outside of that, yeah. I like the NFC more than the AFC. Yeah. I trust like two and a half teams in the NFC. Like I like Dallas if they're at home. If they go on the road it's gonna be a little bit of a problem. Philly, again, I don't yeah. know what I'm getting with them. That's my half team. And San Francisco. I mean, if I get a San Francisco Baltimore Super Bowl, let's go. Like, it's going to be a nasty ass Super Bowl. But outside of that, like, even teams like Detroit, I don't have great faith in. It's just because Detroit's not been there. They're having a good year, but they just haven't been there. And their losses are to teams that are head scratching. Yeah. So like, that's the problem. And and let's let's be honest, the South is is dog shit. Yeah, I mean, it's look. The Falcons and Buccaneers, it's like, what the fuck is I mean, Baker has looked good this year. Yes, he's looked better than what we thought he was going to look. And, and this was another team we thought was going to be picking top five. Yeah, and, like, the other teams, like, Minnesota, they're in quarterback hell now because Josh Dobbs ain't doing anything. The Rams, yep. I mean, the Rams are fucking hanging around. Seattle, New Orleans stinks, but they're right there. And then... You got Green Bay hanging around, but they just they don't they don't do it for me. They're too inconsistent. Well, they, just, 
the fact that they just lost to the Giants and the Bucks. They I think they killed their chances, honestly. I think so too. And I mean, Seattle, I just I don't know what team I'm getting from Seattle on a week to week basis. Yeah. It's like is Metcalf getting his shit ran or is he putting up one fifty? Which one is it? Yeah, that's true. I don't know. There's just a lot of uncertainty with a lot of these teams. A lot of teams have glaring flaws that are going to go into the playoffs, and they can't be trusted. They really can't. And the one team that I can say without a doubt I trust is San Francisco. That's the only team, even including the AFC, that I trust. Yes. No, for sure. 100%. I think the, Still, I think the 49ers are my favorite, unfortunately. Yeah. I think they're just too good all over. I just I don't see I just can't see a team maybe outside of Dallas that really has a chance against San Francisco. If Philly keeps playing the way they are, nah, it's they're toast. Dallas yeah. Dallas needs to play a perfect game to have a chance to beat San Francisco. Has to be an absolute perfect game. But if San Francisco has a has a great game themselves, it's I think it's close to impossible Probably. to beat them. I agree. I would agree. They they're good on on all three uh, all three levels of their defense. They're good in the trenches on offense. They got the running back and they got the receiving core, and they got a fucking quarterback that's just accurate as shit and it's not missing. I don't, it's gonna be tough. It really is. It's gonna be. I do as much as I don't want to see Buffalo in the playoffs because I'm a Jet fan and I don't want any success for them. They are a fun team to watch. I just think that they're a fun team and they could be playing a lot of upset this this postseason. Instead yeah, of being a favorite. They could just be. I think they would be. Upset. I think personally, I think they would be favored in almost every matchup, aside from maybe Baltimore. Possibly, yeah, it's possible. But it's I just very possible. Outside of that, I just if Buffalo gets into the playoffs, it's gonna be a. They may go fucking crazy and just start beating yes. the shit out of people, because I think that's what it comes down to. If they get into the playoffs, I think they just start hammering people. I think it's. I think it's very likely. Very Cause, likely. Because I mean, depending where they end. I mean, look, they've proven that they could beat Miami. They they beat Kansas City already. Jacksonville, come on. Yeah. I mean, I think they would stomp Jacksonville. And then anybody else in their way, I think they beat. So, look, if these teams above them, they're like, yo, let's not fuck around. Let's let's win our games, and let's not let Buffalo get in. Because it's going to be yeah. a shit show. But outside of them, Buffalo and Baltimore are my favorites. Everyone else under them is a question mark. And even then, Buffalo's yeah. a question mark at times, too. I just... I like Josh Allen to be kind of playing like a maniac in these games. Yeah, he's a white stallion. If if he can just not turn the ball over, then they have a chance to win. Is and there good? The is, is there going to be as a long team, as he doesn't do that? Is there going to be a team that's going to force him to make the bad decisions? And look, he plays the Chargers and the Pats, and then Miami. I don't know if there's a team that's going to do that. I really Miami don't. Miami game will be fun. Yeah, that may be for the division. Yep. Because Miami, they play you guys, and then they play Baltimore and Buffalo. So, I don't know, man. I, if I'm Miami, I'm a little fucking scared. You should be. Yeah. If, if I'm Miami, for sure. Yeah. All right, let's wrap this shit up. You got to go pack, right? Yeah, I got to go get more shit from the uh, attic. Oh, joy. <laughs> Becoming homeowners tomorrow. All right, let's go, baby. It's a thing. Alrighty. Um, I'm gonna join the debt of America. You want people to find you? Where can they? Where can they locate you? You can find me on Twitter at Johnny Mons. I can save your life only one tweet at a time. Only one. No more. 
Uh, you can follow me, uh, dboard2730, on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow the show, Brotherhood of Podcasting, on all major podcasts and social media platforms. So that being said, we appreciate you guys. I will catch you guys on the next one. Catch you on the flippity flip.